0: Do you believe you can live a pain-free, vital life? Do you want to step back into your power and share your gifts with the world? Are you ready to make a commitment to you? It's time to reclaim your inheritance as a self-healer. Welcome to The Nature of Healing. Hello, healers. I'm Roseanne. I want to talk about freedom. Does it exist? Or doesn't it? Today in America, the land of the free and the home of the brave finds herself homeless, in shackles, and begging for handouts. The foundation of America and American freedom is cracked. New restrictive mandates from international treaty laws are quietly becoming the norm. Other laws prevent people from feeding the homeless. Medical kidnapping of children invalidates parental rights. Forced chemotherapy for cancer patients removes the freedom to heal naturally. These draconian laws form the walls of a prison cell, which we have built through our own apathy and ignorance and through our consent. The original charters of freedom, you know them, the United States Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, they were written to reflect inherent rights of the individual. Yet these documents are ignored by the very government created to uphold them. By themselves, they're only metaphorical shields, not swords. Why are we losing our freedoms? I think it's because we've forgotten where our rights truly come from. Human rights are natural and inborn, granted by the creator. They come from our humanity, under the laws of nature. Natural law and justice is and always has been the primary fundamental force in the universe. It is a body of universal spiritual laws which governs consciousness. Consciousness creates through each of us, using our freedoms to choose for ourselves. We are consciousness. That is, we are sparks of the creator source. This means that no one is above another. Nature's laws reflect universal spiritual laws. They are above man's laws. But in our compliance to man's laws, we've stopped taking action to secure our freedoms. We thought that when we created government in America as a constitutional republic, individuals would be recognized to hold certain inalienable rights, rights which are not transferable and which can never be revoked, regardless of what the majority wants or who holds power. However, what we have agreed to is a democracy. Realize that a republic is where the people control the government, And a democracy is where the government controls the people. What happens when rights are legalized? Rights granted and legalized by governments are not rights at all. In fact, they're privileges that can be altered, restricted, and taken away by legislation or executive orders. These privileges are codified or codes in legalese. Legalese is the language of statutes, which redefines words as tools to expand the scope and power of the state. Under statutes, a person is a legal fiction. It's a corporation and not a human being with free will and free choice. Therefore, you become the property of the state. At the same time, a corporation is defined as a number of persons united in one body so it can acquire wealth, expand, and enjoy other rights. Yet a corporation is incapable of loyalty or love. Governments also regulate behavior through licensure. A license is permission to do something otherwise deemed to be illegal. In other words, a license means you're breaking the law. Everything is upside down, black is white, right is left. A government that gives itself power by its own authority is a rogue government and must be restrained or else the trend is toward a concentration of power where laws are homogenized and standardized to one opinion rule, a monarchy. Unless we can wake ourselves up, The United Nations International Treaties intend to reduce inequality by implementing new norms of global socialism and corporate fascism as part of their post-2015 Sustainable Development Goals. So what is freedom? The definition of freedom is always changing because people today no longer have a concept of what true freedom is. To go to the next level in human evolution is to return more deeply to nature. That's where freedom lives. As we are a part of nature, we embody nature. We must also embody freedom to know freedom, and we must move in the direction of nature to do that. So what do we need to do? I made up a little list. See if this resonates with you. It should feel natural. We can act with mutual respect and cooperation with others because nature works in cooperation for the benefit of the whole. We can connect with the earth for guidance. We can tune into our non-physical, subtle senses. We can be grateful for our bodies and our minds and our spirits. We can grow and eat real foods to keep our bodies healthy. Our bodies are the vessels of the souls. We can access clean water or pray over water to change the frequency if it's not clean. We need to choose wisely what we allow into our minds as well as our bodies. We need to focus on laughter as medicine. And along those lines, choose healing versus treatment. Choose natural medicine over artificial medicine. We need to seek truth and understanding. We need to share our creative gifts. That's why we're here. We're each unique in that way, and that's how we express ourselves and our uniqueness. We need to spread our energy wider for the benefit of the earth. We can embody the emotions we want to experience and let go of any negative emotions quickly. We need to claim responsibility for individual choices and the consequences of those choices. And we need to ask for what we want. Ask and you shall receive. There's a lot of truth to that. I like a quote from Edwin Manners. It says, How few of us have made our individual Declaration of Independence, and until we do that, we are not free. The American Declaration of Independence reminds us that, quote, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. End quote. When governments ignore the will of the people and go rogue, for the benefit of the few, at the expense of the many, it's time to remember from where true freedom comes. Our system derives from our free will and consent. We need to remind our legislators of that, or we need to let them go. This is a good time to turn to the polarity principle. There are two belief systems representing the polarity principle existing on planet Earth. Under the polarity principle, everything has poles or pairs of opposite charge. One belief system says that a human being is separate from all others, designed to control others when they cannot or do not reason for themselves. This belief derives from man-made written codes that must be learned. Another belief system says that each human is a cell of the collective web and that all humans are connected as one entity, one interconnected humanity. This belief derives from natural law. Natural law is not written, but intuitive and knowable by simple observation, reason, common sense, and deduction. By your action, ye shall be known. On a free will planet, everything is presented as an offer to contract. And it's always up to each of us to consent or to withdraw consent. Silence is acquiescence of our rights, and ignorance of the law is no excuse in the age of information. So when we talk about laws, we can talk legal versus lawful. There is a difference. Legal pertains to the letter of the law, whereas lawful pertains to the spirit of the law. Going forward, if we are to be free, truly free, we must resist playing a game of wits in a corrupt system that seeks to destroy inherent rights. We must recognize that the charters of freedom are only paper. Instead, we must know who we really are. Are we person corporations or a soul embodied? Do we have free will? Or do we ask for permission from an outside authority? Do we consent to the dictates of a rogue government or do we withdraw consent? Do we own our bodies or does the state? Do we recognize inalienable rights and act on them? Do we reclaim our sovereignty as free will beings? Is it time to redefine the words we live by to work in our favor? Is it time to embody what we want instead of look for words on paper? Mark Passio says, True freedom for all should be seen as the goal of spiritual development. Such a state can only manifest as a result of human society's adherence to natural law. Natural law is God's law. And we need to go back to nature to reconnect to our divinity. How do we do that? Follow intuition. As part of nature, we must connect to nature to experience freedom. When we follow government dictates as truth, we lose touch with our own intuition. We lose connection with our true nature, our true selves, our connection to the divine creator. As long as we remain distracted, Debating the details of the system, whether it's war or mandates or rigged elections, the NFL, science, abortion, self-identification, gender, we are directionless. By consenting to a system of contradictions through our participation and acceptance, the system feeds off our energy. No wonder we all feel drained. If America is held up as an example of freedom to the rest of the world, we must get our act together and identify with natural law. Until then, we are the blind following the blind. Through the power of our vision, we become the architect of the life we want to create for ourselves and for our families. We only need to reclaim responsibility and act on it in order to see it emanate out to affect all life. Such is the law of nature. Thanks for listening. Lots of love. Visit or consult with Roseanne Lindsay, naturopath, at natureofhealing.org, where you can find her books at her website and at amazon.com.